This is the No Stroke Podcast with your co-hosts, David Dancero and Michael Garrow, helping you to support and thrive in life after stroke. Their podcast is designed for educational and community support purposes only and should not replace medical treatment and guidance of your own health professional team. Welcome to this episode of the No Stroke Podcast. I'm David Dancero. Along with my co-host, Michael Garrow, in this episode, we were fortunate to sit down with Benga Adiko. He's an engineer, the CEO, and the co-founder of The New Gate. Often on, on our show, we talk about the importance of survivors training like athletes. When you train that mindset, you need to build more volume and practice. Often some of the limitations with restoring gate are not having safe and affordable systems to do just that. Well, after our conversation with Benga, we believe his product provides a great opportunity for not only clinicians, but for patients and their caregivers to safely, effectively, and affordably help restore movement patterns and get that needed practice outside of the clinic to continue their training at home. We really feel Benga has a real great story to tell us an interesting pivot out of sport performance, and we dive into his technology and give some examples of patients that have just had some phenomenal results using his technology. So let's dive into this episode, and please share, like, and continue to support our show. Hey, welcome everybody to the No Stroke Podcast. Mike, this is episode six for us, right? We were Around six. Two, we were two hands now. You got it. We were we were on fire in May, and we're uh, we, we were. had a lot of life uh, uh, relocations, and you were on your way back, settled in, ready to go. I was into some new projects, so here we are, back at it. Happy to see you again. Ah, oh, it's good to good to be here. We uh, yeah, definitely a lot of uh, transition over the last while. Well, personal lives, you know, picking up a few new roles, which are exciting. Um, sure. But yeah, still keeping our heads down and and working on the pod and and the enable us community. So we have. I want to bring in this week. We're going to have a guest that will be joining us in a couple minutes. Um, that I haven't met personally, but David knows quite well. Um, but. Before that, we're going to kick off and we're going to play a new game here. It's called Hot Off the Press. All right. So I've dug into latest research articles, PR stories, late breaking abstracts, anything to do with stroke recovery, right? Um, and through the industry as a whole. So we'll kick off. I'm going to read through a couple of a couple of items that I have, and then it's on you to say, this is what I like as kind of the leading insight. And then from there, we'll segue into and grab Banga. So here we go. Ready? Item one, we have Peloton moving into the wearable space Mm. with a heart rate monitor armband. Quite interesting. And they've also, Mm. now that's before for our audience, that is a report. They haven't confirmed, but there's rumblings. So we've always said how Peloton is going to be getting to rehab. We're there. We're there. Mm-hmm. They've also moved in corporate wellness, which I think is a, obviously a good play for them. Um, we then have Physitrack, a company you know quite well, mm-hmm. telehealth, tele-rehab company, doing great things for the uh, PT community and, and their patients. 
recording an IPO at, um, it was on the Swedish stock exchange. So it's like the NASDAQ, they call it NASDAQ first month premier growth market. So it's pretty much let's learn before we go and play in the big boy in the, in the major leagues. It's the, the dev- developmental league for the NASDAQ. So they've, they've IPO'd at a whopping 24 million in SEK, which is converted, that's the Swedish currency, but that's actually 74 million in US dollars. USD, okay, wow. USD, okay. yeah, nice payout. <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting play for them. Um, and then the one that I think you're going to choose here, Apple re- released a new biomarker on their iPhone for walking and steadiness. So what this does is measures gait in terms of how fast and evenly you walk and the timing of each step. So quick, again, yeah. big players coming into this space. Take it away, David. Yeah, you, you, I'm, I'm going to try to do this in a minute because I could talk on all three of these. First of all, you know I'm going to go with Apple, but that's going to be a nice segue into our, our guest. Um, but Physitrack, I've told you for a while, you know, I'm personally, I use them every day in my telehealth practice, solid product. I love the design. I think there's a lot of, up, up, you know, there's a lot more coming their way, um, and this will certainly help. Um, the Peloton, it's nice that they're in the news for, um, well, we're, we, we're, we're on the pulse of something that we think is coming, but they've been in the news also for, you know, for the wrong reasons recently. But um, I, I, I like that. I, I like the, um, if that comes through, it will give users of the Peloton more options for monitoring the heart rate. Cause I guess there's been some issue with their API connecting with the Apple watch. So there's some angry users there. So, mm-hmm. um, so um, but I'm going to Apple, you know, doing telehealth, the, the ability to track data and falls, falls are a big, 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 big issue in healthcare. And you know what? Good for Apple. They're going after it. Now they've, they, they've, they've had, they've had that tied to their watch. Um, they've fought fall detection. And as they've start to, to improve the capabilities for that, it's certainly something to nice, this nice pairing with the fall component that you just mentioned, that's actually right built into the phone. So the yeah, nice thing exactly. with that is you, you're wearing no it. Wear it so yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it because as, as a provider being able to kind of maybe share, cause there's another part to that announcement that, that they're coming up with more ways to share the data if the yes. user wants yes. to share it. So mm-hmm. that leads to, mm-hmm. you know, home monitoring for, adult parents, um, children, adult children of those parents. Um, but it also leads into the potential for just learning what's going on between visits or, mm-hmm. you know, and that there's pros and cons and we don't have time to go into all maybe at the end, we can ask, uh, we ask I think our you are past your minute. David, I am. But all right. you-, <laughs> I, you know, I can geek out on this stuff all day. So let's, uh, let's bring our guest in and, uh, I, I'm, I'm excited. You haven't met him yet. Uh, uh, Benga Adiko from Newgate is, is joining us today, and uh, let's uh, let's let's bring him on in. Here we go. Benga's connecting in with us. Benga, hello. Welcome, nice Benga. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Welcome. We're doing well. Welcome to the No Stroke Podcast, Benga, and welcome. You have not met uh, Mike co-host and co-founder enable us michael garrow so 
welcome to 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 uh, the show and uh, please read Michael here. Thank you, pleasure, pleasure to be introduced. Uh, so, where about you are? We were coordinating times and apology. You've been a godsend in terms of being flexible with us with uh, <laughs> scheduling this. Uh, where about are you located? Are you your West Coast? I'm yes, I'm in San Diego, California, sunny Ooh. San Diego. <laughs> You're a smart man. <laughs> really. Beautiful. So, some might say that, some might not. <laughs> With housing prices these days, you know. <laughs> I hear you. I'll I'll uh, I'll start by saying, you know, I I enjoy listening to you present at the Rehab Tech Summit. I think that was back in February of this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. And uh, and I um you know I hearing you present you so I already know your story and how it started and your pivot from your sport performance products into your beginnings in rehab. So I'm really glad you joined us today because I, you know, I tried chasing you down um, around that, you know, for everyone, for everything that was virtual back then. I think it, 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 you know, we had that virtual lounge going on. So at the summit, I, 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 I was, you know, wanted to talk to you to bring your story and your product to our audience. And then I, finally got up, you know, got lost in that virtual room. And I, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to connect with you after the conference. So, so here we are, if you don't mind, I'll just take a 20 seconds and just do a quick bio. And then I'd love you to jump in and, and tell us your story. Um, sure, so sure. yeah, great. So um, Bengo originally co-founded his company as a sport performance equipment company. Um, and as a former division one college sprinter, USA track and field level one certified coach, and professionally licensed a mechanical engineer, he had a passion and know how to develop the Speedmaker, um, which is a training device used by athletes to increase strength and power in the hip extensors. So then the application of the Speedmaker, and I love this pivot, and the healthcare industry has led to the development of the new gate, an assisted mobility aid that can provide help in training for movement pattern restoration. So did I miss anything? I, 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 I got that right. I got that right from your website. So that's, that, that's about it. That's about it. Yes. And, and, uh, I, I can kind of divulge a little bit more about that and flesh it out a little bit more. Um, so, so yeah, uh, thanks for the intro by the way. Um, and as you alluded to originally, I had developed a product called the speed maker. And um, I've got a background in mechanical engineering as well as track and field. Um, at the time I was coaching a youth track and field club and I really wanted to develop some sort of device that could help my athletes run faster. And so um, I wanted it to be something wearable, something using elastic bands and, and I wanted to help strengthen and develop the hip extensors, the hamstrings and the glutes. So I ended up developing this, this device called the Speedmaker, and um, it was going well. And we were, we had the, the product on, on several different athletes. And then a physical therapist in Michigan got her hands on the device. And she works in this really rural clinic uh, in the upper peninsula of Michigan. And her clinic doesn't have a lot of tools, a lot of extra tools. You know, there's no uh, exoskeleton, there's no overhead, um, walking uh, gate device. And so she didn't really have a lot of things to work with. And so she saw the, the speed maker and said, you know what, I think I can use this 
on the spinal cord patient that I'm working with, but who's kind of hit a plateau and uh, I'm having a hard time getting her past that. So this young lady, um, I think she was about 22 or 23 at the time, uh, had suffered a spinal cord injury. And at, at the time she was walking with a, a pair of canes uh, when her physical therapist, Kim Springer, took this device, again, made for athletes, and put it on her to help her rehab. And almost immediately, Emily saw changes, amazing positive changes in her gait and in her balance. And so her physical therapist, Kim, continued to uh, rehab Emily with it, and she just kept on improving. Eventually, um, Emily bought a unit for herself. <laughs> we, you know, we weren't even selling them as, as uh, rehab devices at that time, but uh, it was really helping her out. So she, she ended up buying one and she went from being told that she was never going to walk again or run again by her surgeon pre and post surgery to being able to walk a lot more confidently and a lot better with the device on eventually being able to walk without the device. And then she actually was even able to run in a 5K race with the Speedmaker device on at the time. And so that was just incredible. <laughs> as, as someone who's not a clinician, I had never been around that world before. And so for a product to really impact someone's life like that, that was just completely foreign to me. And the, the feeling of helping her achieve that goal of walking and running far surpassed the feeling of helping an athlete, you know, get a little bit faster in his 40 yard time or, you know, a little bit faster in his, uh, his sprint time. And so that was the real turning point for the, for the company to pivot from that speed maker to the new gate device. Yeah. It's a brilliant story. That's, that's, that's cool. That's very cool. And, and for those who, who might be you're watching it and, you know, you've, you've spoke to the product and, you know, obviously the, the massive potential that's there and use and stories that survivors are, and people who have used this product, but can you give a description? Like what, what is this like? What are, you know, what's the, if, if we have, you know, stroke survivors who are listening today that might have foot drop and other issues with their gait, what would, what, what would their experience with the new gate be like? How, how would they use it? Yeah, yeah. To, to kind of better describe how it looks, I think a lot of clinicians um, will understand the concept of using TheraBands and trying to manipulate gait using TheraBands, whether you're tying a TheraBand around the foot up to the, uh, the shank right, right below the knee and trying to facilitate uh, foot dorsiflexion and help with foot drop, or whether you're trying to do the same, but with uh, hip flexion or something like that. And that's essentially what the new gate is doing. It is using elastic bands to help facilitate uh, different muscle movements. And so it, it has that same feel to it as, uh, as using TheraBands would. However, it's a device that's specifically made for that purpose versus uh, you know, with TheraBands, you're kind of jerry-rigging something together and, and hoping that it works. And so conceptually, that's essentially what the NuGate does. However, it's far more versatile 
and uh, user friendly than you know trying to fiddle with uh, with their band <laughs> and do that. So um, yeah, that that's kind of in a in a nutshell Let's what go. the device looks like. Um, as far as what it does, you know, there there are many different aspects of it. It's it's a modular type of design, and so there is a foot drop application to it, and that's kind of the most basic part of the device, and actually probably one of the most used. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of patients, as you two probably know, a lot of patients hate their AFOs. You know, whether it's for but you know the the comfort level or just the, the, the rigidity of it, uh, you know, a lot of people just hate their AFOs. And so we've got a solution that is an alternative for an AFO, or in some cases can be used in conjunction with an AFO that helps with toe lift, but it also allows for ankle, ankle mobility. So essentially it's a, you know, elastic band that goes from the toe up to right below the knee to help with, with uh, dorsiflexion. And so that's kind of the, the, the most basic uh, portion of the new gate. And I'll say one of the first things, uh, Benga, that um, really um, got me excited about your talk um, was, I think you, you probably had two light bulb moments, right? You had that light bulb moment, you, you, had, you first had your first product, right? When you, when you were, you know, you had a product that worked for sport performance, but when you saw it work on someone who was really impaired and moving to, you know, making such a, a, a really meaningful change in their day-to-day -day mobility capabilities based on something that you created and had some help from PTs to kind of just help you down that, that initial path. But when, when, when I see, and you mentioned it, one of the PTs who first uh, helped you with this mentioned, you know, you mentioned like the exoskeleton in a clinic, um, your product is something so that, so even if the clinic could have time to use that device, you still can't send the, the, the patient home. We know one of the things we talk about all the time with our community is by driving change, neuroplasticity, the, you know, rehab has to happen in the home. There has to be carryover. So Absolutely. because of your price point and your ability to make it accessible and available to a bigger audience, they can actually take that home. And there are so many great testimonies and stories on your website. It's really moving to read and see, you know, um, you know, in, in particular, the story that I'm not sure if this was a recent occurrence, but um, Jordan um, Valentine, Valentine, that's really like, yeah. the, you know, a tragic event with, I believe, her dad, right, in the helicopter crash, and then seeing her progress and measure from month to month, like, she was committed to getting back out, out of her chair. And I think you, you guys have had a big part in seeing her reach that goal. So that's going to be, like you said, shaving off some time on, on the track is a, definitely a win-win. But um, to see how you've been able to take your product and actually transform lives in what you do every day, providing your product and continuing to innovate, um, I, you know, it's, it's really it's really inspiring and it's something that carries that message through like we're, you know, it's not two sets of 10 in the clinic. It's hundreds of repetitions at home when you're practicing that drives exactly. that change. So 
you enable that ability to give them a tool to assist with that change. Yeah, it's interesting. Do you like? Do you take much? We we've spoke on it a few times, David and I. Like the the concept of rehab and how it correlates to training like an athlete. So you know you have that background in athletics, and you know what that repetition makes. So how do you bring that background within athletics into one your role, you know, as a leader in, in the company, but two like how that product sits with your users yeah do you kind of take that correlation yeah. and do that at all yeah yeah absolutely so first of all with my role um i'm i'm the ceo of newgate and so um being the ceo there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that um which is true with any any athlete you know at, at any level um there's a lot of uh, self-motivation that's involved in that because if you want to do better in in your particular sport you've got to do more than than uh, you know just what you're doing at practice you got to put in extra reps you got to make sure you know that your diet's right uh you know you've got to do more than what's necessary when you know the coach is just looking at you and so you know obviously i take that into my role mm-hmm. as ceo of newgate being that we are a very early stage startup and so we have got to do you know, what we need to do in order to to survive as a startup. And so there's a lot of, you know, a lot of scrappiness that's involved, um, you know, a lot of long hours that's involved. And so um, that's nothing new to me um, as as a former athlete. Uh, as far as um, on the company side and, and the products, uh, we have a, an entire product kind of pipeline um, that we have imagined for, for Newgate. And we're really you know, like I said, we started off with the athletic device and we've kind of um, put that on hold for a while to focus in on the rehabilitation device. However, we plan on, you know, getting into into the pediatric market and then getting into the sports rehabilitation market and then eventually getting into the sports performance market. So we see ourselves eventually kind of come in full circle back around to the sports performance um, but start starting with the Newgate product and starting with that that physical rehabilitation product. Yeah, it must have been a bit of a learning curve, you know, starting in the sports performance area and like how you know, and then moving into you know a regular, you know, regulated industry as well. Are, are you guys classified as a medical device, or how does that work? So right now we we are not. We're selling it as a. Uh, exercise therapeutic device. Uh, we are going down the path of, of becoming an FDA class one exempt device. So uh, a registered That's device. So we're, we're still in progress on that. Um, however, as you alluded to, there was, there was definitely a learning curve uh, coming from, you know, my, my non-clinical background and non-healthcare background into this, this industry. But I, I'm just lucky that I've got a team of clinicians around me. I've got three, three clinicians um, with dozens of years of experience between them. Um, and they've, they've really shown me the ropes, and, you know, however, there's still a lot to learn. And, you know, I'm not saying I'm a, I'm a therapist yet, but I, I've learned a few terms here and there, let's put it that way. And, and, you know, one, one thing that I, I can really, um, really admire clinicians for is just their ability to 
impact lives on, on a day-to-day basis. And that was something that me as an engineer, I didn't quite get that, that luxury. But when I have meetings with my clinical team, it's, it's crazy because every week they'll just tell, tell me another story of, you know, oh, you know, I put the new gate on this person and I made them cry because, you know, now they're able to walk like they haven't been able to walk in, in years. And it's just, it be, it's crazy because it just becomes a regular thing. It's, it's like every week they've got at least one story of that. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I, I had no stories of that as an engineer, <laughs> but, but I'm, I'm just kind of living vicariously through my, my clinical team in that, in that regards. And, and, and I, I'm wondering too, um, the more clinics you um, engage with, how many times have you heard the story from a PT going, I've been trying to rig something up like this for, you know, because if you were in a smaller clinic and you have to, and you don't have access to two other three parent retraining gate is very labor intensive. It's ergonomically terrible for just about every therapist who has to be bent over helping to move and plant a foot and limb and transition through that gate cycle. And I, and I bet you, you know, that, you know, that MacGyver term probably has come up many times that you know, I've tried to do this and, and then I get lost. And at the end of the day, I, I might write something down. I'm going to work on that. And then you get back to the reality of you have three hours of clinical notes to write before the next day starts. So that gets lost pretty quick. But the flexibility and the, the ability, like when you first started, um, did how how was the transition going up to the the full harness system that, you know, I know this is a podcast, but I'm sure we're going to put a lot of information in the show notes and folks can see if they're not unfamiliar with the product, um, how you expanded into the, the upper harness system to support and accentuate what you're doing with the hip, knee and ankle. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I kind of explained, you know, just a small part of the new gate earlier with the dorsiflexion assistance or the foot drop assistance part, but the new gate is, is much more than that. Um, it, yeah, there's essentially a full suit. Uh, and so there's a shoulder harness uh, that's connected to a waist belt and then limb straps both above and below the knee. And then connecting the limb straps and the waist belt uh, can be a series of, of different elastic bands. And that's really what, gives the new gate its power because it's the the combination of the elastic bands and where they're put and where they're placed that really dictates and determines how you are affecting the gate and the posture of an individual. And so when when the device was first conceived, it, it had all of those pieces. It had the shoulder harness, it had the waist belt, and it had um, the the limb straps above the knee. And so that portion of it has, has actually always been in existence. And that's what um, the, the first clinician, Kim Springer, she used. Uh, she added the dorsiflexion piece to it. So the, the foot drop assist. That was you know obviously not something that we had for the athletic population, but that was something that she, um, you know, just kind of using her, her, her knowledge and her skill set that she decided to, to add on. And then eventually, you know, we made that, you know, standard for our clinical kits. And um, yeah, so most clinicians who are out there using our, our device, they're, they're using the full suit because 
when you combine the, the shoulder harness aspect of it, then you can get some trunk extension. And so um, the, the force of the elastic bands kind of travels through the shoulders and that gives a little bit of proprioceptive benefit there and, and helps patients uh, stand up taller and helps with posture. Interesting. So we, before you jumped in, we were touching on kind of hot, hot off the press items in the industry, right? So one area that, you know, we've kind of kept our eye on is Apple and what they're doing, you know, in the remote monitoring space, caregiving space, and now they've gotten into gait and mobility. So, you know, we, you've talked through the device, kind of, you know, and how it works, the benefits, you know, and, and, you know, the different areas. Now, are you, is there any component of looking at that data, right? So, because when you think about, especially in the rehab space, reimbursement's going to come from, all right, show us the impact, you know? So Absolutely. how are you thinking around, you know, wearable devices, you know, your iPhone, now the Apple's in it, you know, what's your, what's your thought in terms of how that's going to work? Yeah, you know, we, we're actually working on a grant application that um, we are um, possibly going to be introducing uh, some IMU or gate sensors into the device. Because yeah, we, we know that getting that quantitative data and, and really quantifying the benefits of a particular intervention is crucial, is key. And so we're, we are devoted and committed to making sure that our device, you know, either can be integrated with something or that we, we can supply something um, so that clinicians and patients really can see the benefits that they're, that they're having. And so uh, currently we do, we do have a, a gate assessment form. And so clinicians manually can uh, keep track of, you know, things like the timed up and go, you know, 10 meter walk test, uh, you know, simple things such as that, but having, you know, some sort of uh, either sensor built in or integrating with some other off the shelf uh, device could give some other types of information. And so that's something that is definitely on our radar. Cool. Great. And, and can you talk about the, uh, for a new user, um, you do a good job on your website, um, dividing the clinical side from the the patient side, what would that, what would that experience look like for someone um, from our audience that wanted to um, maybe get started with the new gate, but they don't know what to do to take the first steps? Yes. Yes. So absolutely. Um, on our web. So first I would encourage them to go to our website because as you said, we do have a step-by-step process on, you know, if someone's brand new to Newgate, how do they go from, you know, hearing about it to actually getting one. We've got that step-by-step process, but let me explain it. Uh, they would go to our website and we've got an, a nice uh, handy map on our website that shows where all of our trained clinicians are. Um, because this is a device that requires a little bit of uh, familiarity with it and, and it needs to be properly configured. Um, there is no one size fits all or one configuration fits all for every type of patient. Uh, it, it really needs to be configured. And so we work with physical therapists. So our main goal as a company is to, you know, get as many physical therapists or, you know, other rehab professionals uh, working with the device so that uh, the patients that they see can come in contact with it. Um, so if a patient 
goes to our website, they can either check our, our map, see if there's any clinician in their area that is using it. If not, uh, we work with their clinician to do a clinical trial. So we'll do a free 30-day trial for the clinician. Uh, the clinician can take an entire clinical unit, use it on that patient as well as any other patient that they, they have in mind. Uh, and then that way the patient themselves can, you know, kind of figure out, is this working for me or not? And the clinician can also have 30 days to kind of figure out this new device. You know, this is brand new. This patient came to me and said, hey, kind of check this out. And so it gives both the patient and the clinician a no risk, no obligation, a way of uh, using a, a new technology. And yeah, so that's, right. that's how a, a new patient would, would kind of come into contact with it. And it's an excellent great. opportunity. And I, I also did see, Banga, that you have uh, opportunities for training for clinicians on your site as well. Could you talk a little bit absolutely. about that? Yeah, yes, absolutely. So that was one of the things that we were working on prior to COVID and then just kind of accelerated due to COVID is our online training opportunities. So we have developed a course where we essentially take everything that we have done or everything we would have done in a live in-person in-service and condense that down into uh, more of an interactive course. So it isn't just a, you know, 40 minute YouTube video that you gotta just watch through. It's more of a course format where there's different chapters, different sections, uh, you know, you've got a little videos here, you've got images, you, it, it, it's, it's a lot more interactive. There's a quiz at the end. Um, and so we offered that to our clinicians um, free of charge, of course, and it, it gives them the information needed to be able to, you know, get started and get going with the new gate. So any clinician who says this, this sounds like a really cool device, I want to get going with it now can go to our, our website and we've got information on how to get started. We've got a link to the, the course. After they're done taking the course, they'll get sent an email that uh, gives them next steps on, on how to get their trial unit. Great. And I saw a, a short video during the Rehab Tech Summit. You were just starting um, with the partnership with PESI. Is that still for continuing education? Uh, um, the, the name... Oh, I have to look. Shelly Dennett, I just did her fall Shelley prevention Dennett. certification. Oh, did you? Uh, so is that, where, where are you at with that? Is that, is that actually, yeah. is that a one-time thing or is that still live? So, so yeah, that is now out as a recorded class. So we, we did a partnership with PESI and uh, we collaborated with Shelly Dennis, who is, is a fall prevention specialist. She teaches a course in collaboration with PESI as well. Uh, and so we worked with her to develop a, essentially a Newgate 101 course. Um, and so that is available on PESI, on the PESI website now as a recording. So she, she hosted the course live back in March and now it's available as a recording. Uh, we're, we're in talks with them to, you know, it all depends on the COVID situation and whatnot, but to possibly offer that course as a as an in-person live course which is what typically would happen in non-pandemic times is that mm -hmm. we'll be back soon right 
<laughs> we'll be back soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're, we're, we're working on that. And, you know, as of right now, Pesky isn't doing a whole lot of those types of courses in person, but I'm, I'm sure with everyone getting vaccinated and things of that nature, it, it, it's only a matter of time. Well, we'll come out to San Diego for your next one. For sure. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> that too. Oh, yeah, remind me where you guys located? Uh, both East Coast. I'm I'm just outside of Providence in a town called Como in Rhode oh, Island. Yeah. That's right. Yep. That's right. And, yeah, and I'm in Connecticut. So, that's right. Yeah, smoked <laughs> in the Northeast. So, right. I have hey. a few friends that moved out to come San out to Diego, San Diego. Yeah, I'm telling you, come don't out whenever you're in the right spot. <laughs> don't tempt us. <laughs> hey, where, where'd you? Don't uh, give us your address. <laughs> we'll be there. <laughs> where'd you run run uh, track, Megan? Uh, I ran at the University of Texas at San Antonio. Uh, originally I'm from, from Texas, from San Antonio. Okay. Originally. Nice. So, uh, San Antonio Spurs fan. A big Spurs fan. Yes. <laughs> it's our, it's yeah, our only professional team. So everyone there has got to be a Spurs yeah. fan. <laughs> yeah. That looks like a nice city to have the, the little canal running through the, the middle of the city and everything. From what I've seen. It's, you, have yeah, you been? It's a nice spot. No, no, just kind of seeing some images and some people traveling there, but it seems like a nice part of the Texas. It's a family in Houston. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just don't go Texas in the dead of summer place, though. though. It's yeah. hot. <laughs> it's oh, really yeah. hot. <laughs> so we, we might, uh, we ask every guest that, that comes on and, you know, I know you've, you know, you've kind of gotten yourself into this rehab space over the years, but, you know, you have a good instinct and I think you, you understand kind of where, where things are moving, you know, um, with your company and the industry as a whole. So I'd be interested to hear, um, you know, and again, we, we ask this to everybody that comes on, if we were to give you, you know, a magic ball, a magic wand, and you could reshape, you know, how specifically we look at stroke rehab but we'll open it to neuro rehab for instance in this case so you know how how would you imagine in the next five ten years that that this rehab space looks and maybe newgate included yeah you know what i i think in the next five to ten years uh the stroke rehab or neuro rehab is going to look a lot different than, than it currently looks. I think there's going to be a lot more research showing that uh, repetitive uh, rehabilitation, re you know, repeated walking does a lot for the rehabilitation of, of folks with, with gait issues. Uh, you know, going into, into therapy, you know, for an hour at a time, three days a week is not gonna cut it. Uh, you know, they, they've gotta go home with something that is helping them continue that rehabilitative effort. And so I think there's going to be a big push for at-home devices. You know, currently there, there are a lot of really, really cool, especially from an engineering standpoint, but really, really expensive and not very practical devices out there that are really good and they look really cool in the clinic but they're not very practical for someone to, you know, buy at home. And insurance companies are not, not willing to pay, you know, five, six figures for some of these devices. And so I see a trend towards more affordable rehabilitative devices that 
you know, might not have all the bells and whistles of, you know, a big fancy, you know, six figure machine in the clinic, but can give a patient that constant at home rehabilitation between sessions and then even after they've been discharged. And so I think that is really what's going to make the difference in someone's rehabilitative care. Um, you know, there's only so much uh, a therapist, a rehab specialist can do in, you know, whether it's inpatient or, or outpatient, you know, a few days a week, you know, 30 minutes to an hour per session. And yeah. so that's kind of where I see uh, the industry going now. That athlete well, mindset, you know, move yeah. reps, reps, reps. Yeah. That's it. Well, yeah. yeah. Well said. You, you've got to get your, because... you've got to get your reps in. You, yeah. It's it's all about neuromuscular reeducation. And so if you're not, if you're not practicing, you know, the, you know, the proper gait over and over, it's not going to get better quick enough. Mm -hmm. Spot on. Anything you want to close on, David? No, I was just wondering with, if there's anything you feel we missed, anything else you'd, you'd like to uh, share with our audience, Benga? And we'll definitely put as much information in the show notes as, as, you'd, as you'd like, um, you know, after we get this produced and out there. But um, it, yeah, yeah, just, just what one, one kind of last story that I, I wanted to tell uh, while, you know, I am not necessarily a clinician and, you know, a lot of my patient interaction is, is either through, you know, customer service or interacting with my clinical team and them telling me stories of, of the different patients that they work with. And my clinical team is located in a more rural area. And so being that they're located in that rural area, they, they kind of see everybody, you know, it's not like a big town where they work at a giant hospital and, you know, there's a, spinal cord injury center there, you know, there's a neuro center, there's an ortho center, I'll, my clinical team, they see everybody, you know, even sometimes even peds. And so they, they've really gotten to be able to put the device on a wide variety of, of different types of patients. Um, however, a little under a year ago, uh, a really good friend of mine, uh, he came to me and he, he told me that his, his mom had suffered a stroke and um, it turned out that she had suffered many little strokes before this, this larger stroke that, that sent her to the hospital. And he had to uh, move from San Diego back home to LA uh, to, to go take care of her. And, you know, she was in uh, inpatient rehab for a little bit. And when she finally was able to go back home and had a, an at-home PT and OT work with her. Uh, I made a visit up to, to LA to, to go visit him and his mom. And, and we got the Newgate strapped on her and, um, she was in, she was in pretty bad shape, um, gate wise, but, um, it, it made quite a difference even on that one day that I was with her. Uh, he said that she, prior to that visit, she had not gone out of her home you know, since coming back from the hospital, she hadn't stepped out on the porch, but that day she wanted to not only step out on the porch, but she wanted to go get some food. <laughs> so we actually, <laughs> we, we got out and, you know, walked over to the car and, and went to go get some food. And he said, that was the first time that she had done that since she got back. And so, 
you know, while I don't interface with patients too often, that was, you know, one of the, you know, one of the few times that I did because it had, had had that personal connection to it. Um, and she's still using it. You know, she, she goes into rehab now, um, and she's using it with her therapist and, um, my friend, Josh, he'll send me videos occasionally and and show me her her progress. But, um, that, uh, that, that initial, uh, that drive to LA, seeing that in person was well worth your time going up there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's like a brother to me. That's that's awesome, man. Yeah, I have, yeah. uh, I have two use, you know, my, my mom, that's why I'm in this, you know, my mom had a stroke when I was, when she was 28, I was six months old, you know, and she, I, I know she'd be a beneficiary of, of using the new gate. So trust me, I'm going on onto your website, looking at the math, <laughs> seeing what we could do. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, it's a brilliant story, man. And, and you and, know, like, the more you, the more you see that and, and you have those, those close to home, experiences it and it's your product you know you've developed it so i mean kudos to you and yeah, you know keep fantastic. the head down and, and keep it going because a lot more people could benefit from it yeah hey now Thank you. Benga, be, be, before we let you go i just have to have just to clarify one thing we have to have, i have to have mike raise up his glass for me there please i, I want to just <laughs> clarify one? this one no no yeah, no one. the other one okay <laughs> so Benga, he is not so that's his supposedly his rose-colored uh, glass right this is we, we're east coast it's the uh, end of the day for us but he tells me that it's just uh right, right? <laughs> I, right. I came from a work um a work little after party thing so i it is cranberry party, juice yeah. oh, but, okay um, okay yeah. Right. Yeah, it has to look a bit different, you know. All right, that's, that's cranberry juice right. in a wine glass. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wink, well, wink. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Benga, for your time today. I uh, really enjoyed getting a chance to talk more with you, and we'll um, hopefully um, get this up and across to our audience. And any um, information you want to include over in the show notes before we get it out there absolutely make that available and we'll uh we'll put it on tag to our to our show here today so hey brilliant meeting you Benga. and um yeah, if we're if i'm out in san diego you'll hear from me yes yeah let me know let me know it was great meeting you mike good seeing you again david likewise thanks again Benga. so that Best wraps luck, up Benga. our our show and uh, we thank you for tuning in we encourage you to like review subscribe to our show we're on finally on all the podcast channels so i think we're at did we just get over the one point one million mark yeah i think we're we're we're, we're getting (laughs) (laughs) i told you thank us soon joe rogan numbers soon all right yeah all right guys thank you thanks Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Stroke Podcast. Be sure to tune in each week for more knowledge on stroke, recovery, and the brain with tips, technology, and interesting Stroke Thriver interviews where they share their success to enable you on your own healing journey. Make sure to hit the follow button on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our show. 
Mike and I will love to ask you to rate and review our show to enable us to grow our audience. Please check the show notes to follow us on social so you can connect and reach out to find more about advertising with us or becoming a guest on our show. Until next time, stay well, keep the faith, and keep moving forward.